Welcome to another edition of Made in Manitoba, an encore presentation of a program we first aired at the end of last September, but are bringing back this weekend because the group was part of the opening ceremonies of the 2023 Special Olympics Manitoba Winter Games, which took place February 24th through 26th in Winnipeg. Indian City took the stage last Friday night to welcome Hundreds of athletes, coaches, volunteers, and dignitaries to the Games. The group's song, The Path, has a message that not only resonates within the conversation of truth and reconciliation, but also with those who are walking a challenging road toward a goal. We'll be playing that song and others from their latest album, Code Red. Niwa Mason, Pamela Davis, and Jay Bodner are our guests and shared how the album is full of collaborations, including appearances by past Made in Manitoba guests Chantal Kreviazic and Don. It's an encore presentation of Indian City on Made in Manitoba. Thank you for joining us. The conversation and music begin after this. We're on the road, we're leaving now. Gonna find the place they call tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's the place we dreamed about If we go, there ain't no doubt They'll follow, they'll follow Suddenly we've come this far I realize there's so much more to this life This life And I believe in you And if you believe in me We're there by daylight To the stars We can never go too far Too far Take me to the stars Let's find out who we are Who we are I wrote a song with you in mind We can pass the past with you in mind For right now A dream of you and I Seven sacred teachings Show us why and show us how Show us how Hear the voice of Mother Earth She's asking what she's really worth She's crying Take me to the stars We can never go too Take me to the stars Let's find out who we are Who we are We are sky watchers Yeah, we are star people Yeah, we are sky watchers We are stars
Well, joining us this week for Made in Manitoba, we have three members of the group Indian City, Jay Bodner, Pamela Davis, and Niwa Mason. And we're very excited to have you here today. It's a, a first-time appearance on our program, an opportunity to share with our audience who you are and the music that you perform. And and Niwa, just because you and I have had a little bit of back and forth organizing today's interview, <laughs> how, how, about we, yes. how about we start with you? Just tell us a little bit about who is the group Indian City? Indian City was actually a a group formed by um, by Indigenous um, musician Vince Fontaine. He was very organized in the arts uh, and always was putting Indigenous music and culture and art uh, to the forefront. Sadly, he uh, passed away in this past January, and which left us with a big question of whether or not we were going to continue on with Indian City or not. And then just after talking and with the family and the blessing from uh, Vince's life partner, Dorothy Fontaine, we decided we were going to keep going. The original formation of the group was in 2012, so we've been going for a decade now. Basically, Vince's idea was to just have these Indigenous superstars um talent come together and feature all of these different indigenous musicians so our roster is is always revolving and evolving it was kind of like he modeled it after the broken social scene type of like group where it was like it wasn't just a specific band it was it was always moving with different parts um and we're we decided we're going to continue with that as we go along well, let's talk a little bit about the band name itself and for the members that are a part of it. What does the name Indian City mean and, and what is the message that's trying to be conveyed from the band title or the band name? Eagle and Hawk back in the uh, mid 90s uh, on one of our my first record with Indian uh, with Eagle and Hawk, we had written a song. Uh, it was actually a rap sung by uh, Jerry Atwell our keyboard player and I would come in as the, uh, I would be a uh, flavor Flav to Jerry's like Chuck D <laughs> at that time. And the song was called Indian city. Um, at that time, um, the, the lyrics were really focused on some of the, uh, misconceptions and from non-indigenous people towards indigenous people, um, you know, fear, lack of knowledge, frankly, mostly fear and judgment and really a complete lack of understanding of the Indigenous experience and perspective. Very similar to Indian City, uh, Eagle and Hawk was a, a multicultural, our band members were a, a multicultural from, from many different cultures. So even back then, Vince was trying to br- build some bridges. Indian City now, um, you know, we're quite proud of our city and our province proud of being from the prairies winnipeg manitoba just by geography and population is a you know manitoba saskatchewan um, certainly other provinces like alberta but if we keep it uh, closer to home um we have the you know highest per capita uh, indigenous populations in our city continued the name indian city from that song and have moved away from the, you know, the fear and the misconceptions. And now, basically, it's a it's an indication of where we're from mm-hmm. and the amount of Indigenous populations um, and Indigenous communities, both 
um, urban in the city and as well as throughout the rest of the province. So we, it is now a flag, a brand that we stand behind and represent and addressing some of those misconceptions and um, trying to continue to build those bridges. I'd like to transition into uh, uh, the new album and the the title of the new album, which is uh, Code Red, which is also the title track uh, for the album. You know, that obviously elicits a certain thought in your mind when you hear the terminology Code Red. But what's the story behind that particular that particular title? Because I have found over the years speaking with artists, there's always a story behind the title for an album. <laughs> That's so true. Um, yet at the same time, we don't we don't want to define it for everyone uh, and have them, you know, kind of bring their interpretation to it as well. Um, th- however, <laughs> with Code Red, um, a lot of people think that it, that we chose Code Red because uh, of the pandemic and the the different levels that uh, you know the country the world was under. Really, it's not directly related to the pandemic in the sense that uh code red was more of a uh it's more of an urgency of course we have the um truth and reconciliation day coming up uh those whole the, the indigenous issues that stem from you know many many places we wanted to kind of highlight those as a code red and that we need to talk about things and we need to make people aware of things the indigenous issues and just to touch on kind of what Jay was saying, things stem from fear. And I think we can safely say that a lot of people in Canada don't know the history and don't know uh, what's behind these Indigenous issues. They just kind of see what's happening and have those misconceptions. And it's not talked about. You're scared of something. You don't usually dive right in and, and you know, unless you're being guided to do that um it's something that people just don't usually do on their own to continue what you were saying really it's about hope inclusion and sort of looking towards a better way better relationships Mm -hmm. code red yeah it's code red that means some scary stuff is happening and some very but for us it means important things are happening and the important things is we feel it's all of our responsibility to Build, I know I don't want to belabor that that sort of tagline, but it is about addressing the fear and looking towards the future and hopefully repairing relationships and the whole process of reconciliation.
That was the song Code Red, featuring past Made in Manitoba guests Don Amaro and Jeremy Cause. Indian City is our guest this weekend as we look back at a program that first aired at the end of September 2022, which featured music from their latest album, Code Red, which was re-released on National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Niwa Mason, Pamela Davis, and Jay Bodner joined us to talk about the new music, but to also reflect on the importance of National Day for Truth and Reconciliation to all Canadians and from a very personal context. We'll hear from the trio on what the day means to them when we continue this encore presentation presentation of Made in Manitoba. After this, I'd like to uh, remind folks that uh, we are airing this edition of Made in Manitoba over the course of uh, the weekend after uh, National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, which this year falls on Friday, September 30th. And I wanted to make sure that we all had the opportunity to to talk about that day and personally for each of you what that means and and what you hope Manitobans Canadians will use that time for to reflect. And uh, Pamela, I'll go back to you. When you look at September 30th, when you look at National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, what are you hoping will be used that day by Canadians this year? Uh, Both my grandmothers, my Cookums, they were both survivors of residential school. And for them to persevere and be resilient through that that whole ordeal and to be able to provide, you know, positive 
influences on myself and my other, my relatives. It's a big deal for me for them to come through, to go through all of that and to still say, hey, I'm here. I'm Indigenous. I'm First Nations and be proud, be loud, you know, stand up for yourself. I know it's going to take some time to heal from those traumas, but, you know, for myself, I'm, I look at my children and, you know, the cycle ends with me. So I'm trying to be better for my kids. And I hope people take that day to reflect on that is like what happened in the past has happened, but I can make a social, a conscious decision to say it ends here. So, you know, I live my life the way I wish my children are going to be able to live theirs. So I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to provide, you know, good influences to to them so that they could be good people. (laughs) So for me, I hope people reflect. They remember, but they don't get stuck there, that they move forward and they grow and they They just heal and bring that to others. For you, Jay, just uh, talking about, uh, you know, or reflecting on what Pamela said and the fact that we've spoken a little bit about starting the conversation and moving things forward. When you look at September 30th this year, when you look at National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, what does that day for you mean this year? And the fact that we're now, you know, into our second year of this day being a part of our national calendar. I think it's really important to take the opportunity to to do pause and reflect. I think Indigenous peoples in our province, in our city, have been, you know, just a continuation continuation of the tragedies and the atrocities that have happened through residential school system. I personally think most non-Indigenous peoples can't fully comprehend what that meant and the legacy of it. My day job in healthcare, working within downtown and Point Douglas, the most impoverished neighborhood in Winnipeg, the second most impoverished neighborhood in the country. Uh, Indigenous peoples are often portrayed very, very negatively in the media. Um, we don't need to to provide examples for that. I'm sure we all know what we're talking about. My hope for National Day for Truth and Reconciliation is for non-Indigenous peoples to really think that the history going back to the start of the relationship between Indigenous and non-Indigenous populations and the forced reserve system and the loss of culture, loss of identity, loss of children, loss of self. There is a direct correlation from those times to most all of the issues of poverty, marginalization that we see on our street, in our community. It is a direct line from there to now. When we talk to new students, med students, nursing students, social work students, my non-Indigenous friends not receiving education, it's we use the tools in the toolbox. I grew up in a certain way where my I received love, I'm adopted, but I received love and nurturing and guidance and support and an established sense of identity and self. But many of the individuals in our provinces and province did not receive that going back generations. So I encourage folks to think about what that meant for your total loss of your family from generations ago and how that, uh, what that outcome might be today. And for you, Niwa, uh, opportunity to reflect on September yeah. 30th? My father is a residential school survivor. We are a very fortunate family in the sense that we have had opportunity for our family to heal um, to reflect, to 
address those traumas. You know, it wasn't easy, uh, but we are one of the fortunate families that are on the other side of it. And so the Truth and Reconciliation Day is, for me personally and deeply passionately, is about helping anybody else who is trying to get to that point where, you know, we're getting on the other side of it. The intergenerational trauma that has happened is is not going to heal itself. And we need to have those people that have the ability and the knowledge and and the ways to help those other people come to that. Like Jay said, it's it's for the non-Indigenous people too to kind of reflect and and learn and educate about exactly what happened. A lot of stereotypes about our you know Indigenous culture and stuff stem from all of this intergenerational trauma, and we hear "get over it" a lot, and that's not nice <laughs> to like to say. On that note, into Truth and Reconciliation Day, just like Jay said, please think about it like really really think about it and and learn and we're very approachable everyone in indian city is very approachable you have questions you you just want to learn something come and talk to us where our door is open you know, send us an email chat with us we're wanting to help people so that's kind of important to me very deeply
That was Indian City featuring past Made in Manitoba guest Chantel Kreviasik on the song Wannabe from the group's latest album, Code Red. This was an encore presentation of the group's appearance on the program after they were part of the opening ceremonies at the 2023 Special Olympics Winter Games in Winnipeg last weekend. A huge thank you to Niwa Mason, Pamela Davis, and Jay Bodner, who joined us last September uh, to share the band's story, but also to talk openly about the importance of National Day for Truth and Reconciliation to all Canadians. Learn more about the group, watch their music videos, and find out where they will be on stage next at IndianCity.ca. Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba. For Zach Drieger and Michelle Swatsky, I'm Chris Sumner. Good night.